So today on the Dig Podcast, we have Olivia from the amazing Olivia's Haven. And this podcast today is so inspirational because Olivia's business is really only just over a year old. And the success that she's achieved, she's now about to hire her eighth member of staff and they've opened new premises and it's so inspirational inspirational to listen to. Um, in the podcast, Olivia talks about the strong brand identity of Olivia's Haven. It's it's evident for all to see if you if you look at her brand, her website, her platform, her um, Instagram and Facebook, all of that, you can see it's Olivia's Haven straight away. And that's sometimes not easy for business owners to achieve. So she gives us lots of tips and tricks about how that's done. And she also talks about how easy Shopify is to use, how important email marketing is to her business. Like that is, it's really good good tips for businesses who maybe haven't embraced that yet so you definitely need to check that listen and take all the notes whenever whenever you're listening to Olivia speak she also gives great tips on how to um embrace social use it to your advantage keep be consistent and um, but never forget about your brand and why you started it and what it means to you so yeah I can't wait for you to listen it's an amazing podcast this is an exciting new digital world we live in and I want this podcast to help inspire you on your entrepreneurial journey it's not easy juggling all the balls in the world of work and I know that more than anyone but I invite you to join thousands of our other listeners as we talk about all things money, marketing, hard times and successes. So get ready to be challenged and inspired. This is the Dig Podcast. So thank you so much, Olivia, for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me, Caroline. Oh, it's my really God. nice to be here. Oh, I watch you all the time on social and sometimes <laughs> feel like you know people... You know, and I do know you, I think, because you seem to be the exact same way you are on social. But um, I don't know anything about your story or your background or anything. So obviously just the wee bit of research that I done. So do you want to tell us and all the listeners just how this all happened and where, where <laughs> it started? Yeah, what's led to today in yes. Olivia's Haven. Um, so my background, um, I won't go into bore you with too many details, um, but I studied marketing and business at Newcastle University in England. And from there, I then went and worked um, in a few global um, businesses such as like Hasbro and um, doing a lot of toy marketing um, and branding. So that's where I started. And that's where my love of fun colors and bright colors and things I think really came from initially. Um, but I worked in London basically for about five, six years um, before the pull of Northern Ireland came and I knew I wanted to get home. And so I worked here in an agency and then also in, um, in another like uh, tech startup. Um, and then from there, I was always in marketing and always in branding jobs. Um, and then from there, I ended up taking redundancy from my last job um, in February, on the 27th of February in the morning. And I left and I put my website live that night. What? And so you've obviously- Olivia's even- <laughs> Oh, stop. No, we have to go back. So- No, no, no. Obviously, so no, I had always wanted to start my own business. So it was always- um, I just don't know what it was. I think my mum has her own business and a lot of my family have their own business. So I've seen people close to me run their own businesses. So I think that sort of removed that barrier for me yes. of, you know, actually starting. And also it made me just really want, I just loved that lifestyle. I just wanted to be my own boss. Um, so I didn't know what I wanted my business to be, um, but I knew I loved products and I also knew I loved marketing and branding. And so I wanted to really put the two together. Um, and 
I, th I remember one day I was just like looking, I had started so many businesses in my head and done sketches and things of different brand plans that I had created and marketing plans and product plans. Um, and then one day when I was just sitting there, I was like looking at all oh, the house covered and like so many candles were lit around me. And I was just like, what is it that I really love? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the light literally was there. <laughs> I was like, I love candles. Like I love, I love the atmosphere that they create in a home. I love the scent. I love that scent can just take you to a whole other place depending on your mood and your vibe um, that you want that day and how it changes from day to day and I was just really intrigued about about the whole thing and the whole category um, but then also I could never find products in the home fragrance range like candles and things I always thought they were quite boring like looking for me coming from like a really colorful fun branding background um, then I would, would walk into like a supermarket and then it's just all plain glasses with a plain sticker. And I was like, what is exciting about that? Because for me, I love to gift candles as presents to people. And I want people to have a really joyful experience when they get that. So I set out then creating like my own range of product, of, of, uh, set out then to create my own range of candles. So I started with soy candles. Um, and started with the stories first so I linked um each of them has their own unique story so I started with Love those the stories. stories yeah yes yeah, so I started with the stories and and uh, um, focused on I made a list of different like people and places and things that I loved um and started there so I actually started this one from my granny um, my granny Avril so I created two April for her um in her memory so I started with like cherry blossoms and spring florals and and wrote all that story on the side of the box and then it just I just started developing all the different products from there and different places that I love to go to and and creating scents around that. Um, yeah, so I was I was creating all of that in the background of my last job um, that I was in, and for for about a year I was for a year and a half I was about creating those products and then started building the website and everything behind the scenes myself and um, and printing all the products and bringing it all together so that when I. I got the news that I was going to be made redundant. I saw it as like, this is my moment. Sign. This yeah. is the sign. This is everything coming together at once. I'm supposed to do this because um, I'm literally ready to go. And people, you know, close friends of mine were saying, why don't you just put that website live? I can't look at it anymore. Just get it live. Yes. And I was, for about two weeks, I was like, oh, I can't put it live. I can't put it live. I was too scared. Um, and then that happened and I just put it live that night and orders started coming in I couldn't believe it it was amazing unbelievable I think going by the way you are it would have went live redundancy or not but you know that's amazing that was kind of the path it pushed you nearly to make it quicker than you might have done just yes and I think that was it was really important that something happened that made me do it because mm -hmm. I needed that little just I had it all ready to go, but I just needed a little push. And that yeah. was my push that wow. I needed. But thank God that happened. And we now have <laughs> Olivia's Haven. Um, so like whenever you were coming up here to the podcast room and I was saying the production team were going down to the foyer and we were trying to say, I said, could you go down and bring Olivia up? What does she look like? And I was like, oh, she, oh she'll be wearing peach. She's definitely <laughs> going to be wearing peach. And up you came with your beautiful peach hairband and peach mask and peach dress. Like, if anyone looks at your social and your branding, you know, it's such a strong identity. How, how do you yeah. do it? Sometimes people find that very hard. I know you might take it for granted. Like, I talked to you about it before the podcast started. But it's hard when you're not that creative mind to create. Like, how do you do that, Olivia? I know you are a <laughs> creative person, but 
any tips for us non-creatives? Like, I, I, so I think the key is to not rush that bit. And I think mm -hmm. that that is, so I, as I mentioned, like I started with the products and the story first and built the marketing and everything later around that and Instagram and all of that. But I think get all of that organized and make sure it looks all, you know, cohesive. It looks like one brand. And I was really clear that I, I was only going to pick like three colors and I was going to stick to that palette and what complemented each other. So is that a hard fast rule in kind of don't know design don't, and stuff it's, it's three me. colors and work with the uh, palette I, I don't think that's a straight for i mean designers well it works it, is, it works for me yeah and yours are peach white and gold Great. oh gold okay so um yeah so i needed one that was I, I wanted my standout color so that was my peach or coral um was my standout color um and then i wanted because i knew i wanted to have gold foiling because my products were to be lux luxury um, so I really wanted to finish them all off with that that gorgeous, luxurious feel. So mm -hmm. I, gold was important to me. Um, so I knew those two went together, and then white to bring in to just bring all down, tone it all down a bit, or else it would get a bit much. So I sort of started there, and I and my main my dominant color coral came from just loving that color, knowing that I would be able, to, you know, even I wear it a lot, so it feels very authentically me. Like all Your of office space, the office space is now all coral. coral. So it just felt like the right color for me. And mm. also when I look at everything else in the market, generally speaking, it's quite plain, as I mentioned, plain and white and black. And um, so I was really determined to go for a really bold color that yeah. stood out. Um, it really and, does. And I also love the idea of picking that. I know other people, all everybody ever says to me is, oh, like it's a very saturated market. It's very crowded market, but like, what isn't these days? Exactly. exactly. So, do people say that to you? Oh, you? all the time Straight to your face. <laughs> it's a very saturated market. Oh, imagine <laughs> saying that to but someone. Everybody, like... everybody. But even when I was planning it, you know, my parents are like, "Oh my goodness, but sure, they're ever, like, they're everywhere." Do you know? Mm. But a saturated market also tells you that there is a market. Yeah. So, yeah. do you know what my parents always say to me? Like, what do you want to do when this social media thing <laughs> dies down? I'm like. Really? Are you actually saying that to me? I know. But you know what, as you say, people always say those things. It's like you meet the negative before you even... But it's a challenge then. It is. So I, I love that. Else, right? Yeah, you'll, just, you'll do something yeah. else or whatever. But I like the challenge. Yes. That, so. Oh my God. Well, you've definitely embraced it. I love it. I've <laughs> bought your products for... The different things that I bought them for is one was for a wedding present for someone that was just a neighbour. So it wasn't yes. like, I just wanted like a small token. Uh, teachers, gifts. I got yes. them for my boys' teachers. And oh. um, the, the um, uh, diffusers. diffusers. And as you say, just, and then there's something pretty special about the way Olivia does it. I'm, I'm going to get her to talk about it now, but her website is how a website should be, in my opinion. Oh, thank this you very just much. Me. It's so easy to shop. So I picked my candle for the teacher and I picked my diffuser. I then did not want to have to drive to town to buy a gift bag that kills me like I just it's just half and I don't need I then clicked a long gift bag for the diffuser I, I was like this is so easy a small gift bag for the candle yeah. and then would you like to add a little card with yeah. a note I was like absolutely don't want to be going buying a card did all that came to my door amazing popped it on the bag and sent the boys <laughs> off to school happy with my life I didn't have to leave and I have an amazing product Irish own business like 
just everything about what you that what your website does i have to just say it's fantastic i'm sure you get that feedback anyway but you do that all yourself isn't that right I do it all myself i created it myself and i maintain it myself yeah this is good this is good for business owners and time. i'm not yes just, yes i'm a branding marketing person yes. but i am not a coder just at all so you use shopify isn't that right i use shopify it's so easy so good so i have experience with it as well i definitely recommend it to people so you just do all your updating your products yeah it's 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 Favorite, common sense it? honestly yeah. it is it is totally um you, and i think you people panic because they think that they should be a coder or be a website developer um to be able to make changes to their website yes. but it's a confidence thing i it think is. and i think you just need to get in there and start doing yes. it and the best time to do it is before if you if you're thinking about if you're creating your own website sure you can do it when it's locked and yes. so no, the world can't see it yeah. so get do all your messing around and playing learning. with things and learning um then uh, absolutely there is the place for the website developer and and you know oh, totally like but this is for maybe people who just have an idea like olivia had want to test it put it out there and then if you feel confident enough like you you can manage it yourself lots of people say to me i can't even be dealing with that I want to pay someone and that's fine and that's fine absolutely but I, what you're saying is if you want to you can yes do it yourself if i need to add a bit of functionality yes i can work with shopify yes you know it's i just it's a plug-in add-on that i can just add to the website so it's really it's really straightforward yes i probably am now at the stage where if there's there's certain functionality that I maybe want to add now to make the experience even better um but it's not essential like our customers are coming on they're able to do everything that they need to do mm -hmm. it would more be to take it to the next stage yes and then at that point i'll probably look to a web developer but it's a brilliant platform for just getting started brilliant i highly recommend it as well and um, i've written here and we kind of, i kind of skipped on to shopify there but <laughs> any tips for business owners trying to create that i'm going to talk about instagram first so that aesthetically pleasing grid you have so i went on last night to just refresh what it's like so up one bit of it is all your solid coral Color. with like either a quote or an offer or a whatever. Yeah. So give us some tips, business owners, some tips of how to create maybe like a pattern. How does that work? Or and just to make it look better. So I started firstly thinking before I even started the Instagram page, I started thinking what are the things that I definitely want to communicate on a regular basis? Okay. This is good. This is good information so, here. Okay. What I knew I needed to do was I needed to have something to share reviews about my products, so um, or information, you know, you know, posts. So I knew that I needed a text post. So that that one was easy. So I knew I needed a text post. Then um, something advice which I was always told was just make sure your face is a part of your brand. So then, so that came easy. I was like, right, okay, I'm going to have one that's dedicated to people and always putting people in one bit of it. And then the other one was obviously going to have to be the product. Oh. So that's wow. just well, how that, it began. And then and then I've just kept it going. And then it's just worked. It's honestly that is as much planning that went into it. But the amount of people who say about it, I would say like don't copy other people as yes. well. Like make sure it's right for your business and what you need to communicate. So a text post may not be right for your business or, or whatever you're doing, but it works for for us and what we yes. need to do. And a face post might not be right for your business if you're more like a bigger brand yes, or whatever. Exactly. But that's a good kind of um, structure yeah. for people to think about. Three think, things they want to get. Think three. about like three things that you need to communicate every yeah. week. And is there something in that um, that you can keep that you can keep the it flow? to keep it consistent? 
Yeah, because I find three is easy. It also helps with my head with planning social media posts. For me, I need like a wee bit of structure, so then I know where okay, I need to come up with you know, a people post, or I need to come up with a product post today, or it just helps with my planning rather than just having all the possibilities. Yes, which can be overwhelming. It yes. helps me focus. And do you use a certain app to create those images and all of that? What do you use? So I take pitch, the pictures ones are all generally on my on my iPhone if okay. they're or behind the scenes. Um, and then I'll just like edit like the brightness and stuff on my iPhone. Yeah. Um, or sometimes I'll I have a few product shits and things from my products, so those pictures will go in there as well. Um, and text posts and things like that I will do on Canva. Okay. So, so for anybody who doesn't know, Canva is like a free app and it's fantastic, isn't it? So good. It is like, like, and, and again, so easy to use and it's a, definitely a confidence thing again. Like get in there, maybe do a little, there's loads of these courses that you can do on YouTube and things like that to just get up to speed on the basics. I didn't use Canva really much at all before I started with this Haven and now I'm, I'm never out of it. Yeah. So I think people get so overwhelmed, like if I looked at your grid and I was just starting out in business, I'd be like, no, sorry, I can never do that. But it is achievable if you just you have to put your mind to it and focus yes. and get a plan in place. Um, so yeah, there you go. You need to start getting, uh, uh, get an idea of three things. That's a good a bit of advice that you would like to post and then kind of focus on that each week. Exactly. So would you post like three times a week then? I'm trying to do more. So oh. that, that I've tried to post, I'm trying to get up to posting every day, but it's really, on it's the grid. really tough. Yeah. Okay. But um, at a minimum, my challenge to myself when I first started was if I can do three posts a week, that'll be great and I can build from there. Perfect. So as you maybe free yourself up, you know, when you're a one woman band in a business, three posts a week is probably enough for you to take yeah. on along with everything else. But as you free yourself up to do maybe um, marketing because the other jobs are being taken care of, then you can start to look at growing that and, and, and posting more frequently. The Dig podcast is all about educating my listeners, but it's so important to me that it is also a place to gain exposure. Each week, we open up the podcast to brands and business owners to pitch to you guys. I can't wait for you to hear from this week's business. I'm Gavin, the owner of JJ Donnelly Menswear, based in Balnehinch. We are a menswear shop offering a wide range of suits, casual wear, jeans, loungewear, jackets and footwear. We stock leading brands including Benetti, Cavani, Vici and most recently have added the brand Be Inspired to our collection. We specialise in wedding suits whether you are the groom or the guest and ensure that when you come into our shop we will do our utmost best to cater to your needs. Our suits come in both tailored and comfort fit and are available in a wide range of styles, colours and sizes. To find out more or browse online please visit our website at jjdonnelly.co.uk. Alternatively, you can follow us on social media and keep an eye out for special promotions. Our Facebook page is JJ Donnelly Menswear Ballon Hinch. Our Instagram handle is JJ Donnelly Menswear. You can also be contacted by WhatsApp at 0749503698. Thanks for listening. I hope to see you in the shop in the future. Yeah, so that's the dream. So that leads me into you've added to your team, haven't yes. you, recently? So yes. one year later, tell us now what's the story <laughs> at Olivia's Haven headquarters. Oh, so right. now have a premises first. We have a premises. So we've moved out. My parents were very... So basically, COVID hit as soon as well. So I started the business end of February and then COVID hit like two weeks later. Um, 
but that made me make a choice that I had to be at home to do the business. Um, so I worked out of my, my parents' house and they kindly let me renovate like the whole garage bit um, and a whole office bit upstairs as well as we grew quite quickly. Um, so we were, we were there and then in, on the 1st of June there, we just took on new premises. So it's, it was a bit overwhelming at the start because we definitely are going to grow into it. Um, but it's amazing to have the space and it's just, it's a lot, yeah, it's just amazing to have the space and to have more people there now to support us and it's just it means that we can we can now make the make more products every day and we can ship out more products every day and it just makes us more um efficient overall so yeah. it's brilliant and how many people work there now then um we are about we just had who's this morning actually so we're about to take on eight people what? and that's so yeah <laughs> seriously this is unbelievable oh my god congratulations that's unreal yeah i know it's a whole different ball game now when you start taking on staff and all but again okay, you can grow now quicker because I, of that. but i think because we I, I went into it with a vision that it was gonna it's not just gonna be me you know yes. i wanted it to be a global successful business that's what i set it up to be yes so I, I, I just think it's input. Yeah, it's, it's important now we have all those things in place that allow us to achieve that to, to go there if we you know so nothing can stop us. Oh my god! Like I I was in business, but when I listened to you, I know not I knew nothing when I started. Like you sound so you're so confident in what you want it to be. I wish I had I had written it all down what I wanted mine to be. <laughs> but but I mean it's unreal to hear that, and it makes you realise you need to have that kind of vision and plan to push forward. Otherwise, you could have sat at you just doing it for a long time saying, no, it's, I can't. But then you never grow. You never grow. So you've got to, so it's a bit, that's what I was meant to say that. Yeah, so it, like you take on these risks. These are, but these are calculated risks. We take on premises and we take on staff. But, you know, it also pushes you to build the business. Whereas you could coast, coast, if you wanted. And I, it would be a great business just for me on my own if I wanted it to be mm -hmm. but I want it to be so much more than that and so much bigger than that mm -hmm. so that's why we were pushing on and putting all these things in place unreal amazing um so can you talk so I do notice on your social you're very much about like community and collaboration and I've noticed you do some collaborations and I do talk about collaborations on the podcast a lot because I see them as a really big thing right now to connect with people and also get further reach for your brand and stuff. So yes. tell me like one collaboration that has went really well or that you're proud of or something that just sort of stands out as being good, a good yeah. thing that you've done. So the one that definitely stands out we that to me is, um, the one that definitely stands out to me is the one that we did with Zara Ceramics. Okay. Um, she is a local girl to me in Balmoney. Um, and she is doing phenomenally well with her own um, Francis business um, and she had never made anything she was she was really focused on mugs at the time and I was really struggling to find wax burners that fitted with my brand um, with the pinks and everything and the whites and the golds and so one day I just messaged her and was like would you be any chance that you might fancy doing a collaboration someday how about doing um, like a wax melt burner and I remember initially she wasn't she was she wasn't totally set on doing a wax melt burner but then she's like yeah no let's let's do it and we have both not looked back like they they sell out in like under a minute we make a hundred at a time um and the whole collaboration just goes so well so we've done it twice now and we're planning actually to do another one in September um but it's just it's because it is truly is a collaboration because yes. the products actually work together I think some people maybe sometimes can seek 
force themselves yes. to find collaborations, but it was a very natural one that fell together and the products really fit. Um, like wax melts with a wax burner, it's, it's clear. Yeah, it's a clear. clear fit. Sometimes when collaborations I don't think don't work is when two businesses want to maybe work together because maybe they're friends or something like that, but actually their products don't work and that's not actually what their customers want. Um, so I think you have to think about you know, what actually works for my business and the products that I'm offering and what is a natural fit mm -hmm. um, here. So that's, I think that's maybe why it's worked so well and they are absolutely gorgeous. Zara's a superstar, so. Oh, she is, like, <laughs> she is something else, a creative in every way. And you're right, that product kind of fit is amazing for you to, but it's yeah. your vision too, to just to, to think, I must contact her to do, like, you know, you're the driving force as in, you're always the one thinking, aren't you, as a business owner too, but you're so good at that and to spot that. So yeah, that's an amazing example. And you're right, people do force it sometimes and it's not the right fit and you think, no, we shouldn't have done You're that. better waiting for a, a good fit yes. rather than forcing it. And then it, it can be magic. It can be, and it's worth the wait. Yeah, okay, yeah. I hope everybody's taking all this in. Um, <laughs> so social media, like, I mean, you both know, like it takes you to be consistent and it can be exhausting. And it's hard work. It's hard work, but it's worth it, isn't it? It is totally worth it. Yeah. It is worth it. I'm so excited to be able to finally launch the Dig Social Academy. It's something that I've been working on for so long, so the excitement is real. It'll be my first online course and one that I just can't wait to deliver. It's a social media bootcamp and is suitable for anybody wanting to learn techniques on how to navigate through Facebook and Instagram. I know that's not easy sometimes. So as well as learning to navigate through those platforms, we'll also learn how to create content that gets you noticed online. So if you would like to be part of the Social Media Academy, then follow my Instagram, dig for success, send me a message and I'll send you a direct link to the course. It's gonna be amazing. So what any, like how do you approach the social media thing? Like you are very consistent, but what, what is your strategy in social, like on store, I suppose I'm talking about like your vocal, your story. Yeah. Stuff. What do you kind of focus on for? So um, I don't really, uh, so one thing I don't do, everybody asks me, do you schedule posts yeah. and all of this type of thing? No, I don't. Okay. I do everything like That's myself, live. <laughs> don't schedule because I find that mistakes can be made when things are scheduled or it doesn't come up in the grid right or something could go wrong and you're not focused and you're not there to see that go live. Yes. So I'm really, yeah, conscious of that. So I post them all myself, not scheduled. And stories, again, I just, I don't plan them. I just, one thing I try to do is just get my face on there every day and chat to everybody. And I don't, you know, if I just do one quick chat and then I'm off, I don't, you know, labor either. Yes. I don't stay on all afternoon. I don't time to. Yes. <laughs> but but you've shown up. You show show up and show a bit behind the scenes and actually that we're making these products here in Northern Ireland. We're doing everything from scratch and I, I just like to show that all off. And I love showing the team off as mm -hmm. well behind the scenes. I think they're magic. So like, I, honestly, I just, I, I genuinely love it. And it's, I'm just showing off a little scene from our day. So it's not overly planned. It's just what we're actually doing that day. And I think people forget that it can just be something simple like that. Like I watch you and you have all the products laid out that you're going post. Oh, I love seeing that. I'm like, oh, what did they order? People then, love that. I love that. <laughs> and then Olivia will talk you through, oh, somebody's ordered a beautiful pickering. What's the one, the blue, is there a blackberry? Blackberry picking. Blackberry picking today. And I'm like, oh, God, 
I must get myself another one. So it is, there is a sales focus. I mean, as in, yeah. there's a science too, because I do then start to think, oh, I must get myself another one yeah. of those. So I think it's the easiest way for, as a business owner for Livy Haven, like it's the easiest and most efficient way for me to show off our product range yes. more, like regularly. So that's why that works for us because we genuinely put the products out every day and then start posting them. So it's the easiest way for me to just show off our range to you don't know every day you get new followers and stuff like that so loads of people haven't seen it before so it's just showing showing that off and then loads of people maybe check out of Instagram for a month or two and then come back and you're just reminding them that yeah we have diffusers here we have we have yeah. candles here we've got gift boxes here and they're ready for you <laughs> I know and you know what sometimes people watch your content but they're not actively consuming it I know that sounds stupid but they're looking at it but the more you show them the more then it hits through there for them to make it purchase you know yeah, so it's just about being you're top, so top of that. mind and yeah. just doing it so try and do that a couple of times because it's the easiest way for me to do it I'm not going to set up if I had to go off and set it all up in like a full product shit yes. or something you know that's going to take me half a day yes. and then filming it and it takes up too much of my time but right now it works for me because I'm the only person who's doing any of the marketing and branding there so it's the most efficient way for me to use my time to also show off mm. the range I think it's such a good example because people get so caught up and I don't know what to post about and I don't know what to do and you know if it's retail show everything people ordered online you know that night or yeah. what was your best selling product the day before or I you just yeah. have to think on on your feet without having to give yourself a whole big photo shoot and all of that it doesn't yes. have to be as complicated I, as that not at all and I genuinely don't plan any of it so I just start filming and then just see what happens yeah. and I try to always have the rule that I don't I don't discard the story unless like I properly made a mistake like I will just keep going because that, again that's time. time and yeah so try to just keep going but I think people like it because it's just actually real real yeah no definitely it's just I, my day I agree and I just have to talk about this he stayed with you this year because everybody's going to say <laughs> why did you not ask her why did you not ask her I was wondering if that would come up <laughs> tell us what happened like how does that even happen tell us <laughs> So my my parents have the our houses like on booking.com and, and things like that and we had um Disney were over filming for Disenchanted so they had um cast members and stuff coming over and we had had another mem like a member of the cast there the previous like weeks a couple of weeks before and I think that they had recommended that it was like a nice place to because there's lots of gardens and things like that, and there'd be no chance that they'd be discovered there and yes. stuff like that. <laughs> Until um, you leaked it, but and you then, leaked afterwards, didn't you? Whenever it was okay to. When it was well, afterwards, when when he had left. Um, but yes, I remember my mum was like, uh, "Do you know Patrick Dempsey's coming to stay?" And I was like, "What? <laughs> what do you mean, like the Patrick Dempsey?" She's like, "Yes, he's coming on Sunday for two weeks." <laughs> I was like. Sorry, <laughs> unbelievable. So, yeah. like, that was good. That was good for your business too. I mean, not your business. Good for your social following that time. That, that, that time, yes. But um, I mean, I remember being like, "Does he know that I run the business out of here?" Yeah, is he okay with this? Are we using him? So we, he was really, really nice, and Aww. he was, um, yeah, he was quarantining. So he was literally just in the house. He had to stay for two weeks. That's why he was there. Aww. He had to quarantine. And so anybody doesn't know he's in Grey's Anatomy. I'm sure you all know who Patrick Dempsey is, but he's in Grey's Anatomy. So people were, had already got whispers that he was in the country, hadn't they? So wonder yes. where he is, wonder where he is. And I nearly died when I seen you put up the picture. And I was like, he was with Olivia the whole time. I oh know. my god! And our donkey Nettie got like over. A, he'd had a Your selfie donkey. with my donkey. 
Jane Addy and it got like over a million views or something ridiculous. Oh so. my god, amazing. The most famous donkey in Ireland. Unreal, I'd love to see it. was just a bit of fun too, behind your business and brand as well, yeah. all the wee things that were going on. It was a good, like, it was like a nice little PR sort of it stunt was. thing. So oh, it was yeah, no, it was nice, it was uh, good. So I have noticed all your emails coming through. So that is something that I always, I think I sign up the brands just to see what their emails are going to be. Me Sometimes too. I'm kind of nerdy like that, but like your consistency is unbelievable. It hits me every time. I don't want an Olivia's, another candle at the moment because I have enough. But I mean, I'm like, oh, fuck, maybe we should get another Olivia's candle because you sent me through the offers, the gift card. I used it. Like yes. that was a really good thing. So yes. talk to me about email marketing. Yes. So this is something which I think is really important for if you for business owners particularly when you're starting but to constantly be building your email list um we have done it from the very start from day one i've been building it um just from simple things like having a footer on your website which allows people to sign up having a pop-up to encourage people to sign up maybe offer um an intro discount such as 10 percent off your first purchase um but it's just so important email because you can't rely on social media to reach your customers whereas email you know you send out so you send that out and it's definitely going to hit their inbox and they're going to see it now they can obviously choose to ignore it but at least you know it's reached them whereas mm -hmm. with stories and the instagram grid and stuff like that with algorithms you just don't know if mm -hmm. your customers are going to see you that day and particularly it's important when we launch new products and we need people to know that we've launched that new product today but if instagram is or if we're not in favor with instagram that day then it's really it, it makes for maybe a rubbish launch um, whereas if you have email, like the backbone of your business, it's the backbone for us. We use it consistently just to let customers know what's going on, what our new products are, and give them special offers and stuff. So our, our email subscribers are completely treated like VIPs as well. So that's the best way to get um, special deals and things like that for a living. They really team. are. And you know what? I've signed up with so many of my different email addresses yeah. that um, and they're all coming into the inbox. I don't know, like, Olivia's talent. I've got like five different email addresses. <laughs> I've signed up with them all. So, but yeah, it is like, I have clicked through and bought from your emails. Yeah. It does work. So we do it. No, and we do do it every, we do them, you know, once, twice, three times a week. Oh, is that um, how often? You yeah. Do it? Okay. Yeah. So we do do it a lot. And a lot of people are maybe a bit shy of doing that, but we have the view that if somebody wants to sign up to your email there, they want to hear from your brands. They want to, they want to be mm -hmm. in the inside track and they want to have the information so we just keep them informed and um, what platform do you use to do that from we use Clavio. Clavio, yes it's yes. very good as well very good for all um and also so th those are just our weekly emails but then th we also set up things like different series to help so uh, like a welcome series which will work behind the scenes for us um which we don't need to be involved in on a day-to-day -day basis which will send customers emails um, and like say for the first two weeks that they have signed up to the list, telling them a little bit more about Olivia's Haven, why we started, a little bit more about our story and why we created our products and um, and things like that, just to let them know more about the brand too, mm -hmm. which I think is really important. Then that works for you, you know, as a small mm -hmm. business that's working in the background for you the whole time. Um, and then you complement that with your, um, like your weekly emails and newsletters. So it oh, works no. really well. And I would encourage other businesses to jump on email if you aren't doing it yet you need to do it and i know to some people it might sound complicated but clavio make that process because they have templates and they so do, like people are like oh no just setting up funnels that work behind the scenes and all that sounds so hard but just get in there and figure it out because it's actually very straightforward get in there figure out and once you have a template sorted you just need to switch it about every week and and i use canva to create all my imagery and everything for it 
honestly, it's just a matter of just getting in there and figuring it out, but it works so well alongside Shopify. And, and then you can complement all of that with your Instagram or your social. Um, so it all works really well together. Amazing. <laughs> I've written down here, have you any tips for business owners at the moment for, I suppose we're just in a funny time, aren't we? Everybody's kind of, you know, maybe people are reevaluating their jobs and do they want to maybe branch into business? So I know you talked a bit about it a wee bit at the start, but have you any advice for people who maybe have an idea and want to, you know, yeah, you're afraid, do. but want to? Well, I was afraid too. Everybody's afraid, I think, and everybody is always worried about what everybody thinks or why why should they do it versus somebody else. But um, if you have a good idea, like I, I would just say, start with the idea, develop the, the idea, look at what else is in the market, make sure it is not like anything else there because you're just gonna make your job so much harder and it's gonna be a real slog for you if it looks like everything else that's out there. Mm -hmm. So really work hard to differentiate your product. Um, that is, I'm talking about a product business obviously, but really work hard to differentiate it because that's where you know your customers will find you. Um, and the fact that we're a, we're a um, straight to consumer business, so we're able to not, that was a business decision that we made, which meant that we're able to put more quality products into, you know, ingredients and things into our products to make sure that they are the best that they can possibly be because um, we're not losing margin out to wholesalers. So there's all these considerations at the start um, when you're starting a business, but I would say just make your make sure your idea is, um, you know, make sure you love it. Um, make sure you love the product or the service that you're going to be um, starting a business in because it gets hard. There are You work long hours on it. So make sure you love it. Um, and make sure you differentiate it from everything else that's out there. Very good, very good advice. And so I obviously follow you already, but for anyone that's just listening to you for the first time, where can they now keep following this journey for Olivia's Haven? What's your social handles and where can they find you and your website and all that? So our website is oliviashaven.co.uk. So if you pop that into Google, you'll, you should find us. Um, and our Instagram is at olivia's underscore haven. So you'll be able to find us there. Those are sort of our two main places. Amazing. Okay, I know everybody's going to be going to check out that grid now whenever they get off this podcast. But um, thank you so much no for problem. joining me. And um, so lovely to meet you finally in face-to-face. Lovely we're to meet you too. Messaging <laughs> over social. And hopefully this isn't the last time we get to meet again soon. And um, when events start happening and we get out and about again. Oh, can't wait. I know. Thank you so much, Olivia. No, thank you, Caroline. Thank you so much for tuning in to another week of the Dig podcast. If you missed anything, we've made some show notes for you with all the links and all the good stuff we've talked about today. Remember, if you do listen to an episode, screenshot it and share it on social. Remember to tag me so that I see it and I can reshare on my platform. I love to see everyone tuning in each week. It has been an honour to be your host. I look forward to our next episode.